Hi, my name is Dave Sanderson. Welcome to the Red Jacket podcast. At Red Jacket, we believe wealth is the fountainhead of flourishing, not just for you and your family, but for a society. We work with clients who want to grow and protect that wealth. And the greatest destroyer of that wealth is taxation, direct taxation, income tax, corporate tax, and indirect taxation, inflation, which is built into the fiat monetary system. On this podcast, we share with you our insights, our experience, and our relationships, not just so that you can fight those forces, but so that you can exploit them. We hope you enjoy. Thanks for listening. Ken, over the years, a lot of your clients have been individuals. Talk to me about working with CPAs, though. We've had the experience where we walk into a CPA's office and try to keep them up to date on what the latest and greatest is in the world of tax minimization. And of course, smart savings plan comes up. And what we hear a lot is our clients ask us all the time about what's available. And really all I can show them is flow throughs. This is a perfect replacement for for flow throughs. And in addition, as you and I know, the non-CCPC world has changed pretty dramatically. So this can be used there too. So just First of all, let's talk about the conversations we're prepared to have with CPAs and how they might use it in their practices. We see this as an extremely powerful tax planning tool that you can use year after year for 10 years. And flow-through shares strangely have developed a reputation from a tax perspective, and I understand why, of being very safe. And so... I think CPAs are feeling comfortable that from a tax perspective, there's limited downside to the flow-through shares. But the flow-through shares are based on the success of of an underlying investment in a junior mining company often, and and there's risk there. This doesn't have any of that risk. This uh, allows you to have an accurate projection of what your tax benefits are going to be year after year after year and tailor the amount of units to the income projections that the client can make based on their understanding of their business or their professional income and use this as a powerful tool. This works very simply, mm-hmm. but to make it work perfectly so that there are no There is no practical commercial exposure, and we believe little or no tax exposure given the history that we've talked about. It's sometimes hard for for CPAs to change. Once they've settled on one avenue that they feel comfortable they're going to tell a client to, to do, it's hard to get them to open their eyes to this. Although we've had a fair amount of success, but it takes time, and we need somebody who's going to sit and listen, and we're happy to sit down with them and explain it and walk through it. The problem that I see, and this is a practical reality, is there's been an evolution over the last 20 years of how accountants look at tax structures. And it's been highly influenced by the, what I'll call the bad donation deals and the bad tax shelters that didn't work from bad tax shelter promoters. As a result of that, there were certain uh, accounting firms that were sued, and so they shy away. But to the extent that we can get through to sit down and explain, this makes sense. There's a business purpose that, that holds together. 
there's an explanation for why you get to claim the deductions. That I think if we're given the opportunity to sit with a CPA, we'll be able to get their ear. And, and I appreciate where they're coming from because in order to make a recommendation to their client, they have to get to the bottom of this structure. And if 49 of the last 50 structures have not been sound or worked out as promised, I, I understand their reticence to invest the time to get to the bottom of this structure. But when you do, and you realize, well, it's been adjudicated, it's minutes of settlement, there's an opinion on it, it really is, for those who are willing to take the time to get to the bottom of it, they find it very refreshing that they've actually got something to, for clients to talk about. What extra work do they have? Let's say somebody decides to bring it to a number of their clients. Are they doing a lot more work every year, or do you make it easy for them? There's not much work for them. Annually, as this unfolds, we do all the work. We supply very simple and very clear tax reporting that's easy to put on a tax return. If they're willing to listen, they'll see that what differentiates this from the 49 that you referred to that didn't work is none of them had a decision of the tax court uh, that showed it worked. None of them had a promoter structure that had 30 years experience right. and defended when necessary in the face of CRA aggressiveness. And those who understand the world of tax now know that CRA can be aggressive. And nobody had to, has a settlement agreement signed. And no one in this environment is getting a legal opinion, a clean legal opinion, including an opinion on GAR from a major Canadian law firm. So those are all things that massively separate us from those others. Right. And that, and that, those facts we can convey pretty quickly, and that should earn the right for us to come in and share more. I've had the situation where I have somebody come to me directly. I tell them all about the program. He's, you know, this guy was a financial advisor. He absolutely loved it. He was going to buy enough units that his net gain over 10 years was going to be $750,000. His family was going to be up $750,000 at the end of 10 years. He said, great, I'm going to call my CPA. I said, ah, great, uh, what's his name? And he said his name. I said, I know him. That's, that's, that's a very diligent guy. That's wonderful. And I wait, and two days later, I don't hear from him. I say, hey, what's up? He said, oh, my CPA told me not to do it. I said, well, <laughs> can you just tell me what he said? Well, he said he had a client that did it one time, and he wasn't sure how all that went. So let's just think about that. That is not, that CPA is not negligent. He doesn't have nefarious purposes. He, he's a good guy. He's busy. He gets a call out of the blue from one of his clients who's got some tax structure. And it just doesn't get to play. It can't possibly get to play. He's thinking, I got eight hours of due diligence to do <laughs> to figure out if this thing works. He has no idea that the Cassan case has happened, that the minister settlement have been signed, and, and so on and so on. So it's frustrating because I look at the guy and his family and say, you know what, your family's out 750 plus what it could have grown to over the years. That's just, we, we got to get in there and fix this problem. So that's for you and I to do, I suppose. You know what, I, I believe it will happen over time. I've watched it in the earlier years. I've been in this business a long time. And what happens is everything initially 
creates some right. negativity from people who aren't willing to look at it because they just don't want their lives to be complicated. And if they look at it and they say they don't like it, who's going to pay their bill? They're right. going to call their client and say, okay, I spent right. four hours on this, two hours on this, pay my bill. And the client's saying, well, you told me it didn't work and I didn't buy it, so why would I want to pay your bill? That's the paradox yeah. that we face. Right. Uh, the other paradox that the uh, CPA will say is, Okay, I spend the four hours, and I tell the client that, I mean, it looks okay, but he's not going to bill enough to justify his perceived risk if something goes wrong of the client coming back to him and right. saying to him. Right. So that is an, a problem that we have to overcome yeah. that takes time to overcome. Right. And they've never been busier. I don't know about you, but I, it's, it's incredible how, how that industry needs more people. Complexity is rising, and they every billable hour is just spoken for. I think what we're finding is most CPAs are just too busy. There's no upside for them to spend right. the time looking at this. And they perceive, and I don't blame them no, for this no, perception. Absolutely. They perceive that there's only a downside. And if CRA comes knocking to audit this, their client's going to call and yell at them. Right. And they're going to say, why did I step, right. set my toe into this, these rushing waters? It wasn't worth it. Right. So uh, often they won't look at it. They won't get on the phone and you'll get the result you got. Right, exactly. So the client has to say, no, you have to take a look at this. Yeah. If it doesn't, be in, if it's not inspired by the client's mm -hmm. desire, it's easy for the accountant to say, it's not worth it for me. Right. Hopefully this will help. Thanks very much for listening. We'd love to hear from you. If you have questions or maybe you have something to add to the conversation, we're at redjacket.ca. And on the website, you'll see the phrase relationships matter. We really believe that and encourage you to start one with us. Thanks again for listening.